and try and give you a better angle of me just because oh my god i'm so ugly i can't handle it (laughs) (laughs) and welcome back to another episode of catching up with Dwayne. uh it's i don't even know what it's st patrick's day actually um and i did not drink on this st patrick's day because i got the code vaccine yesterday and daddy is a little ill um I have a friend who's joining us today. She is a producer and comedian and the belle of Pittsburgh. Guys, it's Amanda Averill. Yay! Applause break. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, Dwayne? I am living the absolute dream. I got I got the one in the arm yesterday. Um, can nice. We talk about I I don't like I I you've you've gotten at least your first shot, right? I'm fully vaxxed up. Uh, did you get Did you get Moderna or Pfizer? I got Pfizer. I'm classy. Oh, you bougie bitch. I got Moderna. Um, yeah, I, I got Pfizer and I was like, okay, I get that, that you guys are trying to get 1800 people in, in, in the next 12 hours. Fine. Um, you, there was so much crowding in the line to get to the vaccinations. I was just like, I was like, you guys are doing so good. I think that the problem is, is that people don't understand what six feet is for socially distancing because let's be honest uh lots of dudes have been lying about what six inches looks like so trying to figure out six feet is way too much of a struggle uh and for anybody not just for those dudes but for the women who've been lied to for all those years yeah well it was funny because so there were markings on the ground and on the poles and there was a woman in front of me who um you know, she came in without a mask. They gave her one, and she she put it on no without an argument. She just and I I assume she just realized that she didn't have to bring her own. They would they would have them there, and I was like, that yeah. means you just you just don't wear masks. Uh, yeah. Uh, so she was in front of me, and she was playing on her phone, and she wasn't paying attention to the line. So like, I kept having to stay back, and there's people behind me, and then there's a woman that came in with her two kids, and they had booties on their feet. They had their own chairs um they had i think they had surgical masks and shields on and i was was like okay you haven't left the house in a year yeah there's a big there's a big difference but i think that it's funny that like they had their own chairs and stuff because i remember from working at replay fx and doing their um like live person on the street interviews and stuff like for pinball, whenever you're waiting for your turn, a lot of people had those fold out like picnic chairs that they would just sit in while they waited for their turn to play pinball. So oh, I can I, only- It wasn't like even that. those picnic chairs. Like I have one of those picnic chairs next to me in my room right now. It was mm-hmm. a full metal folding chair that they brought. Oh, that's uncomfortable. And I was like, I was like, okay, well, I'm clearly between two different spectrums. Um, and I and I walked in and you know they they took my temperature and I was like I think I have a hangover because I'm super responsible I had a Christmas sale the night before and I woke up and I just felt like ass oh it's aged too long sir that's too long for that well I mean it was still on tap so you know it was all hot. oh yeah no yeah and I think I think they made fresh batches last year I don't know um well, <laughs> you think they made a fresh batch yeah so we are coming up on the one-year anniversary of two weeks to stop the spread how yeah how's your life 52 been 
Um, they've been a fucking trip, but so has everybody else's. So it's like, meh, if I complain, who's really going to listen anyway? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, oh, I had family members die and friends die. Oh, well, well so did they. Okay. Ooh. You know, like, oh, well, I've been out of a job for a year. Oh, well, so has 10 million other people so yeah it's wild um it's the weirdest collective grief i've ever experienced like nobody nobody like I, i'm gonna say this 9-11 who you know like right? there's no there's no like we're having 9-11 every day yeah. uh so you know it's it's been a bit it's been a bit much and um i've tried to stay as uh well as quarantined as i can mm -hmm. uh, for the most part uh i did go to disney though after i was fully vaccinated and uh it was fantastic also people down in florida definitely don't know how to uh read those six feet signs either by the way in case you were wondering i mean you did go to disney though like what well, i don't know what you were expecting about, did. about disney people i've been doing my best to like as like people are having a, a tough time right now and if they're going to disney i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bring up all of my mini issues with the mouse uh, yeah i i i've been a mouse devotee for a very long time so i'm very happy that you're not going to yeah no. <laughs> um but but about four months after the after uh we we get to like a good point in the vaccine i am going to start bringing up my issues with the mouse again loudly they were oh, very, i mean if you want to stick they were very bad during the pandy uh they were uh questionable for sure about certain things they did they made they did certain things well they didn't do other things so well but i think she was laying people off and then turning a billion dollars in profit like in the same month <laughs> so the reason why so while they laid people off um like everybody in that industry did yeah. um they kept their employees employed to a degree to where they like reassured that their jobs would be there when they came back for a lot of their employees and they also paid for them to have health insurance the entire time, which is huge because any other time you're laid off from a company, you don't have it. And in the middle of a pandemic, that would have been real, real shitty. So I'm glad that they did that. They also helped a lot of, they also helped people in Orlando and in Florida get on unemployment because that unemployment system, if you've watched last week, tonight's uh, previous episodes this season, uh, that uh, unemployment system has always been trash and has just gotten worse and like they were just handing out paper documents in libraries to hours long lines in like march like nobody knew how the, to fucking do anything yeah florida, so the florida needs so to like together. yeah well yeah uh so the fact that they did like those certain things was good but like they obviously made like a bunch of missteps too and they're not the only company that did that and uh, yeah no uh unfortunately like, <laughs> i've got a whole list of just my new moral objections that mm. and i was like man i really liked some of these companies um what are one. some of the what are some of the other ones yeah i want the the tea 
Um, so I don't know if it was Chili's corporate or a Chili's owner, but there was a Chili's that fired everyone after making them come to work at the airport at like in the middle like it was like two weeks into the pandy they fired everyone and i think it was like through a text or a group message just was like oh by the way uh once you guys are done you know don't set up today we're just gonna tear everything down and then oh by the way everyone's fired um, yeah that's 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 real real fucked uh i don't know if the ones in the airport would be corporate owned or if they are franchised yeah either way i was that's... like okay well you know what? I don't have to eat Chili's. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember the last time I've gone to a Chili's. So not really a loss for me. Uh, so that you know. happened. Uh, there, were, there were a bunch of local companies that that pulled some real bullshit. Um, oh, I, I, I've, I've seen a bunch of I've seen a bunch about local companies pulling bullshit. And yeah. it's it, for me, it's far easier to boycott because this is the thing in my in my mind like if it's a local company you're you're seeing the person who has the shitty beliefs in in the location yeah if it's a if it's a corporation a lot of times you're presented with good people who don't have the shitty beliefs so that's what makes it kind of like easier for me to like pull pull the plug on supporting local folks more so than it is easier for me to pull the plug on like a giant corporation like how hard is it to pull the plug on amazon how hard was that to do this pandemic um i ordered one thing the entire pandemic (laughs) (laughs) what did you order i ordered a new camera and tripod set Okay. Yeah. So like you, like you ordered things that would be considered like a business expense. Yeah. Uh, that was, that's it. Um, I was going to get something else and then they were sold out and I was like, that's fine. I should not be giving them my money. Um, I did stop at Best Buy a lot. (laughs) Yeah. See, I, I, uh, won't shop at Best Buy because they mistreat their employees quite a bit. I had a friend who worked there, God, in the early aughts. Uh, and they were pretty terrible then. And then not only are they like their stores are closing and they're not helping the employees at all with transitioning or anything like that. Um, and not only that, but like their prices are five times as much as anything online. Like the one thing that I was looking for was like a band for a Fitbit because a friend like gifted me their Fitbit, but the band was broke. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to like find a band. They wanted to charge me $30 for one band. I got how many, I got like four bands for like six or $7 on Amazon because it did well, a, because they weren't, you know, branded with Fitbit on it, yeah. but B, but B like even the ones that were branded were like at least half the price. Yeah, I um, like the, the 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 markup for the in store for the in store stuff. There has always been like ridiculous to me. It's crazy. Um, I started buying video games this year um, because I, I bought a Switch for myself. I, I decided I wanted one last year and I got it and I got it for myself for Christmas. And I was like, and my mom was like, you know, you know, we would have bought that for you. And I was like, I it didn't occur to me that I could ask for a Switch. <laughs> it's like you didn't think that you were 10. <laughs> yeah, I I was like, um, what you got me was exactly what I needed. Um, 
you took something off my have to get list so i got something i wanted yeah <laughs> she goes yeah no we we would have bought i mean she goes how much was it? i was like i don't know like, like 300 or something like that she goes yeah we we would have it, it's a it's christmas <laughs> i was like good to know so next aren't, year i want aren't, a house <laughs> <laughs> aren't parents terrible like that though like you like they my mom is a person who gets mad at me whenever i spend my christmas money on like paying bills mm-hmm. and she's like well why don't you buy yourself something nice i'm like well because i'm a poor mm-hmm. <laughs> like firstly I, I you know i'm trying to be responsible and and you know <laughs> pay my bills secondly I spent all my, it's, it's one of those gift of the Magi situations Mm -hmm. where like I spent all my Christmas money and then I get it back from other people. (laughs) Like (laughs) that's how I recoup the loss of buying my niece and nephew presents. Yeah. My December (laughs) bills come out of my, my Christmas money comes out of December bill money. And then when you get money back, you're like, Oh, for me, let me roll in it. (laughs) Exactly. And like, uh, I, I hate I hate that that's like one of the things that I hate the most is like I was like well why I, I don't want to give you money for Christmas and I'm like oh no please do because money is good material things are like questionable like there are certain things where it's like I like whenever I do get gifts they're usually so perfect for me mm-hmm. that it's and it's always something that like I would never necessarily buy myself because I consider it expensive or whatever. But like, whenever I do get a gift, it is usually like so perfect for me that I'm just like, oh, fuck. Like (laughs) you did such a good job. Oh man, I'm so upset that I just got you like an Eaton Park gift card. Eaton Park, haven't been there in a minute. Um, (laughs) Yeah. of gifting um because i am i'm sheltering with my parents because i was only supposed to be here for two weeks and it has been 52. uh this morning i was woken up by my mom at 8 30 in the morning asking me to check to see if i got the stimulus and i was like i get paper checks she goes just check and i was like it is 8 30 in the morning i i feel like hell because i got i got a different gift from the government last night mm. um i got all the side effects i had a, i had all of them i had i had the upset stomach i had the nausea i was like i had the chills and a fever i was exhausted but then couldn't sleep um i got up and just emptied my stomach and was just so mad i was like i paid for this pizza (laughs) (laughs) my my sister I got the Pfizer vaccine. My sister works in healthcare and she was one of the first people to get the vaccine. She got the Pfizer one and she was fine with the first dose, but the second dose like took it out of her. I felt so bad. Like I had to still go over her house and watch her kids, even though she was home from work. Like that's how sick she was, was that like she couldn't handle her two-year-olds. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> I mean, I I have... The next one's scheduled on a Tuesday. I'm just gonna assume I'll be done all day Tuesday, all day. I'm gonna go at like 8 a.m. when they open and like just uh-huh. prepare to be down for the next day. She was down for a couple days, so be prepared. Yeah, uh, I mean, I come from a weak bloodline, so who knows? It could kill me. <laughs> Please don't say that because we don't want to discourage people from getting the vaccine. <laughs> 
Oh no. Uh get go get go get your your circle circle dot dot. Now you got your cootie shot. Um Yeah. Yeah, but if but if you die from it, there that's just gonna distract people's attention. Don't don't do that. Oh, if I died, it's probably because um because I'm irresponsible. <laughs> I went drinking the night before. Uh did you see that Trump endorsed people getting the vaccine? Like firstly, he got it before he left office. Secondly, he endorsed today. He's like, yeah, why not get it? He's uh, that man. Um, I hadn't heard, I hadn't heard anything from him in like weeks, and I was like, oh yeah, he's off Twitter. It's been peaceful, so peaceful. I, I so every morning, and this is going to be the most white middle-class thing I think I can say uh every morning during my shower I uh listen to NPR mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and I have them play like I, I listen to the one news thing and I'm just like man my showers have been so relaxing like I feel so much better every morning I should when I shower now like what oh you know, that's your, right your daily dose of anger first thing yeah well i mean you know i still get angry but it's not as angry yeah uh, not, not as angry necessarily and it's not a continuous stream of anger based on one person yeah speaking of angry and the news uh today is march 17th yesterday there was i believe the first mass shooting in a year uh, um so i uh i think it's considered the first one and you want to know what the shitty part was uh i so i read that news i heard the news this morning on npr in the shower and mm-hmm. then i went and i checked my memories in facebook and a year ago today i made the joke of like well there's gonna because i made the joke of like well since school's not in session there's it could be a far less school shootings and there weren't and there weren't any but then that happened and i'm like oh man you can't share that today (laughs) oh so yeah it's like i can't go back and make a snarky comment about this one yikes um It, it was so fucking ridiculous like i i put it out there and i was like so the police department in atlanta is defending the dude and they're like oh he had a bad day and i'm like yeah daniel powder had a bad day what did he do he wrote a fucking song uh that's what he did i could think of eight people that had a slightly worse day than this man exactly honestly more because there are some injured as well so it's just like and like he they're like oh he had a bad day and then they like said something about like sex addict or something like that and it's like oh okay so not only are you fetishizing a whole you know (laughs) race and gender uh you're also uh going and murdering them it's like cool it's like could you hit any more things on racist southern white man bingo like you can't you physically cannot he's from um he he's from the part of georgia that we don't really acknowledge it's the part that you have to get through to get to atlanta and savannah um i uh, it's so frustrating because also like on top of it like in my mind you 
Okay, so we all know the cliche about the massage parlor thing, mm-hmm. right? Whether or not that's true and whether or not these are those types of massage parlors, like also sex work is real work. <laughs> like now we have that argument on top of all of the problems that have been arising or not arising because they've been here for decades, but increasing since coronavirus with violence against Asian communities. And then now we're going to throw in the women part and we're going to throw in the possible sex work discussion with it. And it's like, and that's what, and that's a hundred percent what the police in Georgia were doing. They're trying to make these, these women and the one guy who got murdered look like terrible people. Meanwhile, this dude just had a bad day. He's a sex addict. He was triggered. No pun intended. Wink, wink, nudged. But he spent the time to go to one salon, one massage parlor, and then drive 30 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes to go to the other two because the other two were across the street from each other. I'm sorry, but that's premeditation. Yeah, I mean, he, at best, like after, after the, after he left the first place, things stopping whole I, I snapped and started being, oh, well, let's do this. It's open season today. Exactly. Like, if it was one place with one incident, that's a snap. And generally, that person wouldn't leave that location in those situations. And if they do, they're on the run. They're not on their way to the next two locations to commit the same heinous crime. I wonder, I mean... This is, I mean, it has to be the sort of thing that's planned because I could not tell you how to find uh, an Asian massage parlor right now. Like, I, I could not do, like, that's- a Well, thing. it's the South. So we know that, you know, they're, they're, they're a little bit more loosey-goosey with their mask policies, especially in Georgia. That was one of the states that, like, reined things in pretty quickly. And then, like, you know- I hate to say it, but people have to work. Yeah, well, no, not not even that. Like, I don't know where in Ohio you would go for like. I mean, I I don't know where you would go in Ohio for a quote unquote legitimate massage, let alone one that has a happy ending. Oh, I I, I know in Pittsburgh, there's a couple down in the South Side. <laughs> next I... time you're next time you're in town, if you're looking. Oh, you know, I'm gonna pass. Thank you. I don't care for massages. Um, I don't. I got. I got a mis- I got a massage today at my chiropractor. So they're 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 they can be pretty good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I I want to know. We're, we're gonna we're gonna pivot pretty abruptly. I want to know what is the most ridiculous thing you thought about doing with the stimulus money. Like the first oh thing God. that came to your mind, you were just like, "Oh my God, yeah, I'm gonna do that." Um, so I, so, okay. I don't have any like ridiculous things that I was thinking about doing with the stimulus money, but I had this thought earlier today because I'm just a crazy person. (laughs) So I was, uh, listening to so i got cat called today but i was listening to um the a goofy movie soundtrack so i was too distracted to um say anything back to this person 
<laughs> okay. All and right. like my, and then after that, I was, I was walking and of course, I'm a big fan of that soundtrack. Uh, 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 the songs on there are bops as the kids say, I guess. I don't know what kids say anymore. Oh, uh, I'm old. As the, as the children say, I, I can't yeah. even. Yeah. But anyway, I was walking around and I was walking and I was like, man, I really want to hear Fallout Boy do a cover of the song Stand Out. And then I was walking and then I was I was thinking, I was like, man, it would be really great to have that as like walkout music. <laughs> and then I like in my head, I did the intro of me doing comedy of being like on stage talking about it. But like, you guys don't even understand. I have buy Disney money because not only did I pay my favorite band to do that song, I had to pay Disney for the rights. <laughs> so in my mind, the richest, most decadent thing that I could think of. <laughs> is to get the licensing rights for a song to be <laughs> to be remade by my favorite band fallout boy um the one most ridiculous thing i did buy though the other day because it was on pre-sale it popped up on twitter was funko pops are making um fallout boy uh funko's and the second i saw it i went and i purchased it without a second thought without using any discount codes, wow. paying the full price for shipping. I, I pre-ordered it and I was like, this is how I know I've matured. Like I'm not checking my bank account because there's only $10 in there. I can I can spend the money to buy this Funko Pop of Patrick oh, Stump. If I'm being honest, like <laughs> last year is like the longest I went without like an overdraft fee. Like I was checking my account. I was just like, I was like, I because I would randomly have money and then and then like I'd be like okay I'm not gonna spend every penny I have like I've got these mm -hmm. bills coming up this week yeah and you know just not being not not being hammered in Bucktooth Arkansas yeah on Tuesday night really cuts down on, on what you're on what you're spending well not only that but I I don't know if you if you've gotten any unemployment or anything of that nature but I uh was able to qualify for unemployment mm -hmm. because comedy isn't the only job I have uh and <laughs> comedy's comedy is off the books wink wink nudge nudge um but like there's no better case for like a national like a national wage type like payment universal thing. basic income like a universal basic income exactly there's no better case for that than the additional supplemental income that has come about from the unemployment because like i am able like to fully pay my bills buy my groceries stimulate local economy by buying other products at times um because like i'll go like whenever i go buy groceries like i'll go to the strip district in pittsburgh which has like all the like has a bunch of local markets uh or if I, you know, see something in like a small local store that I really like, I, I'll, I'll buy it because I have that little, the tiniest little bit right. of, extra, of extra money to where I can like do that and not worry about my rent, my gas, my electric bill, my car, any of that. Like it's been super nice to, to have that little bit of a cushion also 
my my stepdad died and and that gave me a little bit of money <laughs> not a lot uh i went out and i bought a sound system to do comedy shows <laughs> i have i have to get a sound system for shows for the summer actually. i bought i bought uh a bose i bought the bose system that i really wanted that was like twelve hundred dollars mm-hmm. and and but this is the other thing that i was able to do because of having the little bit of extra income I took and paid down some medical debt that was uh, creeping up on my credit report and making it bad. So I paid those like, it was like a couple things from like Quest Diagnostic that were real small, but I never had the extra like little $40 to throw at it. Yeah. But I was able to like get my credit in like a way better standing by doing that. And then it was good enough for me to open a credit card at Guitar Center, buy the sound system, pay off that credit card in one fell swoop. And then now I have like a good open line of credit. And I'm like, what is this? What is this? What is this magic? Like now I have like a decent credit score. Yeah. I, and, uh... and and none of that. And firstly, credit scores are bullshit, but like but none of that would have been able to happen if I wasn't getting like, I only got like the extra 300 because it took them so long to get, to deal with my unemployment and stuff. I missed, like, I didn't get any unemployment until like June. So like the first, like whatever people were getting an extra 600 a week, that wasn't me. But, But like, like there's no better case for a universal basic income than that. There's no better case for a $15 minimum wage than that. There's just none. And, and, and yeah, money, right? It sucks. Yeah, I fucking I, hate it. It's I terrible. I gig worker this year or this past year. I, mm-hmm. I was like, I was doing Instacart. Um, it's, 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 I can, I can make <laughs> schedule. Um, I only heard like two experiences where I was just like, I hate everyone. I had, there's a story here that it's real bougie. It's like, it's called, it's real bougie here. And people love buying ridiculous things from this place. And I had a woman call, like, I had a woman call me and talk me through buying a brisket for her. And I was like, this, there's like a hundred different stereotypes that are happening right now, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, because I'm on the phone with you, I can't do anything else. I, like, I can't do this order because I'm on the phone with you. And she was like, but like, you know, really feel it. And I was like, I can send you a picture of it. How's that? And she goes, yeah. And she made me like switch out the brisket like four times. And I was like, okay, bubby, whatever. <laughs> It was very, it was very important to get that brisket right. Don't worry. Yeah, I think it was like, <laughs> I think it was for Passover and, and she explained on the phone that she, that she couldn't have the kids over this year, but she was going to make them plates and make them come to the house and pick them up. And I was like, I was like, so do you want this brisket or not? <laughs> you should have asked her if you were getting a plate. Um, my, I was like, <laughs> like if, ma'am, um, I'm on a timer and... <laughs> If I don't finish, you know, I don't make as much money, I guess. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Um, I, I, I did gig stuff with, I mean, I drove for Lyft, but I, whatever I did it, I never made enough to even 
file like any type of income tax for it because uh, I just did it so infrequently. Um, I would hate to be doing it right now. Uh, uh -huh. Maybe, maybe come summertime if I'm still not employed in any regular way, maybe uh, I might go back to it, but. Ugh. Yeah. I, so um, doing taxes for me was hilarious because um, I, I was a comic full time. I had a part time job. Then I was on employment and then I was driving for, uh, then I was driving for Instacart. Uh, mm -hmm. And so all these things. And then uh, last year, I got into the stock market a little bit. <laughs> and yeah, I made some money there until a company decided to be dicks and screw over their base. Uh, fuck you, Robin Hood. And it's so expensive for me to leave them. I'm probably just going yeah. to stay. Yeah, I, uh, I have, I transferred, I, I think I transferred. Oh, that's the one thing I did with this year. I uh, cashed out the little bit of a 401k that I had had left over from an old job because you could cash it out without a penalty during COVID because you could claim, you know, because it was COVID, like nobody knew anything. And then I got my unemployment, like right or, or no, my stepdad died right around the same time. So I took that money and I negotiated down my private student loans, made a lump sum payment. And then my private loans will be gone in five years, whether, or, well, four years now, whether or not Biden does anything, at least the private ones will be taken care of, which was like the, one of the, again, few good financial decisions I was able to make during a pandemic. I love that, you know, for some of us, while it ruined our lives, um, it also was like, it was the best thing to happen to our wallets. Yeah, it was. Well, it, I mean, I can't even say that financially, I know financially I would be in a different position uh, had that happened only because the number of opportunities that I had and how much travel I was doing, um, my, my bank account would look completely different for sure. I, uh, <clears throat> I remember February or March 14th, I was driving home from South Carolina. It was like one or two in the morning. Um, by the time I got from South Carolina to Cleveland, I had lost six or seven weeks. I lost yeah. some real time on the road, but don't worry. Uh, now that I am in the process of getting vaccinated and things are opening again, I am getting back out there. Stay tuned after this. There will be dates, 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 dates. I, I have to rebuild my website because uh, I just, <laughs> I didn't use it for a year. So it's just down. Yeah, I, I went on the website and like, so during the pandemic, at the beginning of it, I started doing daily writing prompts, which mm -hmm. was fun. And it was good uh, to have something to like, keep me to get the brain going every day. Like, okay, I'm going to put up a writing prompt and people, cause I, I also like have a lot of creative writing friends and stuff like that. Um, so, and like people who don't just write comedy. So I was like, oh, this is going to be great. 
And then uh, my stepdad died. And then I instantly stopped it. I was like, this just dropped out. So like I was on my website until like May, until the very beginning of May. And then like, I hadn't touched it. And I'm like, oof, like this is just, this is just looking rough right now. And I'm just like, and I had things in my bio that were like coming up. <laughs> like mm. because I because I had like certain festivals listed and like I had the dates I'm like you know spring 2020 you know spring 2020 you know summer 2020 because I was already confirmed for certain things mm-hmm. so <laughs> I was like oh it took a lot deleting the Alaska comedy oh, festival was the one that hurt us. that hurt me I hope so she gets much. that back up soon um it really I I I talked to Cass and she's, you know, she's like all of us right now. I think we're all working to kind of establish a, a balance for things because like you, I mean, like, you know, like we, we canceled burning bridges six days before the festival was supposed mm-hmm. to happen because COVID happened. Like our festival was supposed to happen literally like the week after it happened. So we had like no time to, to do anything. And then on top of that, you know, like all the other problems that Burning Bridges has encountered this past year. Uh, so like, it felt good. Like, I gotta be honest though. And tell me if you feel this way, did it feel good to just like not have to produce a show for a while? Like, um, were you like glad that you didn't have to herd the cats and get all the headshots and make sure the dates and the posters were right and spend money on Facebook ads? Yeah, that felt really good to not have to do for a a good chunk of the summer. uh, Yeah, um, I pushed my festival to May 21 last, Mm -hmm. like last year. It was like, it was supposed to be in Mm -hmm. August. I was like, we'll push to October. And then it got to be like May and I was like, we'll push to May. (laughs) Yeah. And I just pushed it to October of this year now. So Mm -hmm. fingers crossed, we'll see what happens. But it was like, Oh, I, all the things that would be pissing me off and stressing me out right now just aren't happening. Like I went camping a lot last summer, mm-hmm. um, which would not have been a thing if I was trying to produce a festival in Chicago <laughs> while living in Cleveland and, mm-hmm. you know, trying and trying to like keep a little bit on the road. Mm-hmm. I try not to give up too much road work leading up to the festival because, you know, the five or six days of the festival or however i don't know time stops when you're producing the festival yeah yeah it does you're like oh i mean today's day one but it's somehow day 10 and also i think i blew a a wizard last night i don't know i just because here i am and i've been transported across time and space and (laughs) i just i've spent twenty two thousand dollars and i didn't even get a receipt so yeah <laughs> we uh like we were going to reschedule for our plan our for initially whenever like we had our meeting like the first or second week into covid we're like okay well maybe we'll try for july <laughs> and and then it became clear like that wasn't going to be an option and uh, you know and then in talking with Derek uh the co-owner of the club with me we were like okay well you know what let's maybe try for october let's see if we can get it around your birthday let's see if we can try for october uh and that was in july that we said that and it was just like nope 
And I, and I was at the point at that point after like, we realized that that wasn't going to happen it, during this, like during the summer, we realized that wasn't going to happen either. I was just kind of like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just wait until we have like solid shit. And then in September, we were going to talk about maybe doing it in May, <laughs> like May 5th, like the Cinco de Mayo kind of weekend. And it's just like, but we, we talked about that. And literally a week later, Jeff Holt, the owner of Hambones died. Yeah. And it was just like, no, something, something does not want this festival to happen. <laughs> like, like, this is just not supposed to happen right this way, right now, the way that we're doing it. Like there's, and, and like, you know, when you're that far in, like we had to cancel the shirt printing order last minute. Like, and we lost, like, we lost, like, about, we lost a good chunk of money on canceling that as late as we had to, obviously. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my shirts came. Nothing we could do. My, my merch shirts came a week into the shutdown. And I, oh. um, and I went, my I, heart. I went, I picked them up and I was like, oh, well, I guess they'll, so they're just in a box in my house. I, I, I took the time to like wrap each shirt in plastic and like label it. So when I do get, get back out there, it'll be easier to sell, but they've, they've been at this house for almost a year now. Uh. I don't think it, I haven't even opened the box. So like I haven't opened the box since I like folded everything and put it put it away, um, and the, and you couldn't even just sell them online either, huh? I mean, I could have, but I was like, I, I was like, why go through the extra hassle? Like, so many people are doing so many things right now. While mm-hmm. I did get hit financially, I wasn't in a position where I, like, at no point during the pandemic was I in a position where I was like, I don't know what's next. I don't know what's happening because I was like, I've got my safety net, and you know. It, and you know becoming a gig worker straight away until you know unemployment became a thing became a reality because i was like i hated it i hate i hated it at first because it was like do i have to wear a mask do i not have to wear a mask like am i gonna freak people out if i have a mask on and they don't you know before there were like mandates yeah yeah uh once everything once there started becoming mandates i was like okay i'm not gonna be looked at like the asshole coming in here like like yeah. like a crazy person who's carrying their own chair. Like I'm not gonna be looking yeah. that way. Yeah. Is, I mean, I, I um, I realized pretty early that both myself and Derek were high risk, and not only like, not only like, are we high risk and shouldn't go out? But my sister works for a local. Uh, medical organization and she her main job isn't testing patients but that's what they had her doing was testing patients for covid uh she has another specialty that is you know very you know refined and she i'll be honest, she does x-ray she does x-ray work she's an x-ray tech she uh and she moved into working in urgent cares within like the last year right before this um, full-time because she was at a hospital full-time and uh, working in the OR, but beyond the point, like they had her testing patients who came in for COVID and some people who would come into these urgent cares were so bad 
that they had to rush them back immediately. And if you thought the hospitals didn't have proper PPE, sure as shit, these urgent cares don't have it. Like none of them had proper PPE. And she also has two kids. She has a child who's elementary school aged and she has a toddler. So like, I was already like helping with the kids and stuff before but then whenever COVID hit, I instantly became substitute teacher as well because I had to help my nephew because he was now home all day. Uh, poor little social butterfly, you know, seven-year-old who, oh my God, no, he's, he was eight, eight-year-old who like can't talk to his friends. Like I felt so bad because like, you don't want a kid to sit on video games all day mm-hmm. and play Fortnite all day. But the only time he gets to interact with his friends is whenever he's chatting with them and playing Fortnite and they're doing a cooperative strategic thing. And it's like, it's so crazy to me because it's like, you know, I can regulate it. Obviously you have other schoolwork to do. So I can be like, you do that first, then we do this. And we would fight nearly every day about that. But like, you feel so bad because it's like it's not like he's not learning something just by having interaction with people like it was so sad because I was just like and I I have I know people who have like their kids now like are entering kindergarten and they're doing all online kindergarten and I'm like how is that why how is that even like how is that even helping like obviously like they're learning something that they might like not have learned inside the home but like at the same time they're not getting that social interaction and it's and i personally am not a social person you know this uh, <laughs> weird like, industry you've picked to, to to fall in love with i know but fuck man do i miss people i do and i hate admitting that i miss people oh it took a few days and i was like okay um i and now my my new worry is when I go back out to do things, someone's going to remember me and I won't be able to place them right away. And then uh, for days after, I will just have that interaction in my head. I'm just going, mm-hmm, nope, we've talked for we've talked for years. We were friends. Yeah. And I did not remember his name or face. I have I have problems with memory as is and especially with remembering people's names and faces like right. I'm just I'm just shitty at remembering things. Uh and like I'm terrified of like having to try and host an open mic in my local scene and there being more than like the 15 people I'm friends with on it. <laughs> like like I'm just terrified. I'm going to be like, "Who are you? How long have you Oh, you've been doing comedy for 7 years. Oh, okay. Oh, I've oh I've paid you before. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh we're oh we've been Facebook friends for a decade and a half. Oh boy, uh, this is too much. Okay, all right. You're you're making uh, it fun, sir. You're, you're, you're making this fun. This is a fun yeah. interaction for me. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we're getting <laughs> we're coming up around the. Uh, the 45-ish minute mark so uh, okay <laughs> so any stray thoughts any anything you want to get out there tell everyone where they can find you online so you can find me online 
uh, at Amanda Averill, last name is spelled A-V-E-R-E-L-L. Uh, that is my handle on the Twitter and the Instagrams. It's Amanda Averill Comedy on Facebook and uh, AmandaAverill.com uh, on my poor, sad, plain looking website. Um, <laughs> that is what, what that is. Uh, show wise, I do have some exciting stuff coming up in person in Pittsburgh. So if you're local, keep an eye out for things uh, on my website and on my Facebook and, and the Instagrams and, and such. Uh, lots of cool stuff coming up this summer, as long as the world isn't on fire again. <laughs> <laughs> That's as much optimism as I can muster. Go get those vaccines. All yes. right. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Amanda, for joining me today. My dates will be at the end of this, so just keep on listening to that. Yeah. Hey, thanks for joining us for this week's episode. Please rate and review and share with all of your friends. If you want to join us on social media, uh, this podcast is at Dwayne Catches Up on Twitter and Instagram. See you next time.